Hey Brown Love fam, I just want to shout you guys out and thank you so much for your continued support. We know your time is so valuable and it means the world to us that you take the time to join us every Tuesday. Do us a favor, subscribe to our podcast, rate and leave us a review. Also follow us on Instagram at Brown Love Podcast. Welcome to the Brown Love Podcast. Hey, babe. Hey. How are you? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Just good? Good. No extras? No no little frills on top? Nope. <laughs> you about to make me take good down a notch. <laughs> frills. Uh, <laughs> How you doing? I'm okay. We're finally in our tiny home, and I'm enjoying it. There's, I love it. There's like some little adjusting. There's definitely some adjusting for me. Yeah. Um, but overall, definitely so happy to be here. Definitely so excited. Mm-hmm. And man, just so chill. Like I just feel so freaking chill. Like I feel like we're on a forever camping trip. <laughs> First, I feel like we were on a vacation yeah. for since we've moved here. Yeah. It's felt like a vacation because we've been in like one Airbnb after another and then hotels. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so freaking fun. And then now we're finally here. So yesterday was our first day here. And now it feels like a camping trip. <laughs> A good one? A good camping trip. Like a glamping trip. Like you're glamping. Mm -hmm. You know, like we have all of the things that we like need and will want in a home. But, you know, we chill outside all the time. We do the bonfires and Mm -hmm. it's really nice and peaceful. But, uh, yeah, welcome in, guys. Today, I really wanted to talk about what I've been wanting to talk about for so long, which is parenting and parenting styles. I think it's so intriguing to me because I, I think everybody that I know that's a parent, um, Literally, everybody does it in a different way. Yeah, fact. I mean, obviously, but then I feel like sometimes you, you know, like say if you get mommy friends, maybe daddy friends or something, Mm -hmm. you probably would get gravitate more towards the ones that parent like you do. But I don't technically have like mommy friends, you know, like friends that I got because they are mommies you know I just have like my regular friends that I already had and then you know like my family and stuff so like going based off of all of them those were just like people that were in my life you know Mm -hmm. so that being said they all parent so differently and it's super cool to me um and I thought it was interesting our parenting dynamic and all of it just because honestly it's just way different than I ever thought it was going to be how about you that's exactly what I thought it was going to be really parenting yeah well like everything like how you parent do you parent how you thought you were going to parent or did you even like think about anything like that beforehand no I didn't think about it much but I kind of do because it's kind of like a parent Obviously, I'm like I was going to just say like I parent like how I kind of like was around my younger cousins, like watching over them. Mm-hmm. That's how I parent, but of course a lot more better, more mature. Mm-hmm. And it's my daughter, my baby, mm-hmm. so I treat her a lot better than I treated my little cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I will hope so. <laughs> yes, but yeah. 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 Well, and see, that's the thing. I feel like that's pretty normal and natural. People parent how, you know, maybe their parents parented them or just like different ways that they're used to seeing 
you know, maybe you saw somebody else raise somebody else. You, you know, you saw your aunt raise your aunt cousins or something, and mm-hmm. you kind of can take on those parenting styles. For me, specifically, I wanted to do things so different. And there was a lot of things that I wanted to take, but, like, the major things, mm-hmm. I wanted to be completely different. Just because I have completely different views, mm-hmm. you know? And so, it's it's a little challenging for me. Because it sounds like for you, you are doing the things that you know to do from mm-hmm. what you've seen. Mm-hmm. And that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I'm really... I struggle because I am trying to do something completely different than what I've ever seen done. Right. And so, I'm always battling that. Um, and I mean, it is what it is. I, I personally feel like I'm doing a really great job. I concur. Thank you. And you are too. Thank you. But, um, I feel like, you know, definitely I have a lot of improving. It's only been a year. You got a lot of improving. A lot to improve on. I know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm probably just like, you know, trying to critique myself, but I just feel like this is just, obviously, this is the biggest job you're ever going to do mm-hmm. in your life. That's how I feel. And it, and I want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important to me. It's just wild how everything you do affects this little child. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I know everyone feels like this about their child, but, you know, she's just so amazing and she just deserves everything. And so I just want to make her the best human possible, you know, and it's like she's already, she already has it. And I just want to nurture that because mm-hmm. you, ugh, I just love everything about her <laughs> anyway. Um, so what I wanted to do was talk about what I guess are supposed to be the different types of parenting styles Mm -hmm. and then maybe we like I wanted to read each one and we can see which one we think we kind of lean towards more so there are supposed to be four types of parenting styles I mean okay when I say supposed to be and things like that it's just because I really just have a hard time just grouping things together Mm -hmm. it kind of annoys me but then I kind of like it at the same time because it's structure Mm -hmm. I like the structure part about it but But I don't don't like the structure part about it (laughs) the rules that make the structure yeah 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 that's that um what am I on the Enneagram a six yeah it really is that I think it's that I like um, I like structure, mm. but I don't like rules, and they yeah. are two different things. They are, but so, they tend to go hand in hand. They do exactly, and that's why I'm always like, but I like the structure of it. But I don't think everyone is just like this one thing. Like we're as human beings, we're so complex. Yeah, and that's why I don't like grouping us all in together. Anywho, so the four types of parenting styles are authoritarian Mm -hmm. authoritative permissive (laughs) that's you and uninvolved authoritarian this style of parenting is mostly about establishing rules and being strict with little or no warmth or compassion controlling parents are more focused on setting rules that their kids must follow at all costs. Usually there is no justification or explanation for the rules. Moreover, there is little to no room negotiation for relaxation. (laughs) (laughs) Authoritarian parents are usually not nurturing their stern discipline and punishment. They have high expectations with little flexibility, less independent and unhappy children. How they gonna say that? That's a study. These people did. I don't like that. Don't say their kids is unhappy. <laughs> Would you be happy with a cop? 
I feel Ready. like, okay, well, like, hearing that, I feel like that sounds like what Will Smith's parent father was. Yeah. And although it's like he, you know, had issues with that, he mm. also appreciated that because yeah. that made him who he is and, like, how strict he is with his schedule and learning his, you know, and he's Will Smith, you mm. know. So there's something to be said about that. You can't just say, like, Yeah, know. but that's what I'm saying, but... The child, they said the kid, that kid is pissed. And unhappy. When they become adults, yeah. they appreciate that. Cause they, you, might like, a, mm-hmm, they might appreciate that, but it, you can tell, like, when he talks about his childhood, yeah, like, he fun. wasn't happy, though, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and then you have authoritative parenting. Authoritative, being authoritative is very different from being authoritarian this type of parenting is believed to be the best approach to parenting. Authoritative parents set rules for their children, but they also let their kids understand why these rules are important. They show both strictness and warmth. Not only they try to understand their child's perspective, these parents are also responsive to the needs of their children as they have realistic expectations from their kids. The children tend to be responsible as adults with excellent problem solving and decision making skills. So authoritative parenting usually has expectations are clearly stated and children can add input. Rules are clear and justified. Communication is appropriate for the child to understand and express. Children are happy and independent with good self-esteem. Kids have good social skills with excellent academic success. Children grow up to be responsible adults with better mental health. Permissive parenting. Permissive parents tend to be warm and affectionate, but are less likely to be strict or set any rules for their children. These parents are responsive to their kids' needs, but tend to have a more friendly parent-child relationship as they have low expectations regarding self-control and maturity. Their children have difficulty following authority and rules when they grow up. Although they love their children a lot, they need to realize the importance of setting boundaries. Allowing your children to do what they want can be detrimental in the long run. This is one of the parenting styles in psychology that can do more harm than good. Um, Some common characteristics, parents are caring and communication is open. Children take decisions instead of following rules. Parents have low expectations. Children have poor self-control and unable to follow rules. Children develop egocentric behavior. As adults, these children have problems in social interactions and relationships. And then uninvolved parenting. These types of parents. That's explanatory. <laughs> these type of parents are usually detached and show neither strictness nor warmth. They may either neglect their kids' needs or meet only the basic needs. Uninvolved or neglectful parents tend to have mental health issues or suffer from substance abuse or financial stress. Interesting. So, yeah, see, that's why I don't like this whole grouping together because... (laughs) No, but it's it's just you could lean more towards one that's... It's all right to categorize. Okay. So what would you say you lean towards? I think I'm borderline authoritarian. Trying to be authoritative. Well, let me explain. Because I'm not permissive. That's more like you. (laughs) I'm not uninvolved. But I'm not the other one. I'm not perfect. Like None of these are going to be perfect. That other one was perfect. The one they said that, that that's like the one the permissive to one. To be, no, the authoritarian, the oh. authoritative. Oh yeah, but I'm saying nobody's gonna be perfect. Oh in yeah, anything. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm mostly like it's not rules, right? I don't have rules. 
See, it's hard for us because we're only working with the one year old. Yeah, you right, know, yeah. so it's like we're we're at the beginning trying to get it together for mm-hmm. when we get the because I feel like once they turn two and it starts way before you know it starts when she was one day old you know but at the same time it's like it's it starts but we're still like guiding like it's not i don't know like when it comes to these type of parenting styles it seems like a lot of this stuff is like we're not really there yet because Mm -hmm. a lot of things are do have to be age appropriate and a one-year-old just really doesn't understand like she understands but she doesn't you know it's like for instance she knows when we don't want her to do something But she doesn't know necessarily know the word yeah. no yeah. or when we say do not do this you can't do this this will, you know she's not gonna understand that yeah. so it's like how do you get across to someone who doesn't <laughs> understand but they do understand mm-hmm. you know that's the hardest part but I would not say I feel like you keep saying I'm permissive and I just don't feel like I'm permissive all the way Hmm? feel like yeah i feel like i'm a i teeter between the permissive but i don't like that word (laughs) (laughs) but i am very like loving with her and i try to be very gentle you know when it comes to my approach for like discipline for instance um because i just i believe in my heart well, A, like, you know, spankings, pow-pows, bam-bams, like, none of that to me. It just doesn't make sense. It will never make sense to me. Um, I get the urge, but mm. it's like when I listen to that urge, it's really, like, very selfish to me. And I don't see how that, me personally, I don't see how that teaches a child, like, really teaches a child. Mm. Like no, rem- but I really can I add to that because uh-huh. I'm re- right there with you. I mean, what it really hit was when we were watching an episode of Judge Mathis, mm-hmm. and all he defined is a fact. He said it's just you taking your anger out, right? And what it teaches is is violence. Mm-hmm. And so, when you as a parent don't like something, your reaction is to hit them. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're learning. If I don't like something that somebody did to me. My reaction should be to hit him. Yeah. And that's what he said. And I was like, yo, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And the other side of that is it doesn't teach them the real core values to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of, the, to me, the hard part about parenting is when it comes to like discipline is getting across to them the things that you are doing. Like, remember when we saw that episode of Gossip Girl? Yo, chill, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I was forced. Babe, you love gossip. I don't love it. I don't stop, chill. I'm still trying to get it. Babe, why you? (laughs) You can't like gossip, girl. You really go. Yes, I can like gossip, girl. I'm just playing, but you, you caught me off guard with the hell. (laughs) But no, when she said, um, you know. The the girl did something and she was the mom was like don't apologize to me. Just think about like who do you want to be? Oh, I remember that. And one. you know Was it the, the father that, said that? No, it was the her mom. I remember the I know this you know I know every every Of course word you of do, but look, girl. I my school the the a one hundred percent. Listen, sure listen to me. Because it was Real when quick. she to me, it was when the father told the... Uh, Baby, you're going to tell me. I, right, I have seen dropping. Gossip Girl at least a hundred times each episode. Okay? No, I'm, I'm a, telling you, it was the mom. It was when she came back from the party mm-hmm. and the mom had like an opening to her theme. It was a whole thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. the point was she was saying like, yeah, um, you know, just think about who you want to be. That's like, don't try to apologize to me and like cover up your actions to to me. Like that's not making you a better person. Mm -hmm. And that's just like the main thing. It's like when you beat a child or spank a child 
or you know do certain things it's like what is that teaching them to be the person that they really want to be because mm-hmm. or is that just going to teach them to hide their actions from you yeah you know what i mean like that's just like the tricky part to me but yeah so you know spanking to me don't make sense but it's hard like at the end of the day she wows out i and don't find that to be so hard what to not spank her. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that it's hard. I'm saying parenting her is hard. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's never hard to, for me. Not, I never even have that urge. Like, mm-hmm. 99% of the time, it's just like you just look at her. Exactly. And it's so yeah, amazing. Girl. Like, she's such a, a precious. She know what she's doing. She, she knows. She's doing a puppy yeah baby eyes Uh uh-huh but it's also you just see the innocence in her you know yeah sure like she doesn't know she doesn't know no and it's like what we think is her trying to spite us is really like she just really be having fun yeah like she think it's funny the faces we make i I know that she actually like every time she loves having i feel like she loves having some type of control or like she's like she just knows that she's getting reactions out of these. Yeah, things. she loves those reactions mm-hmm. that you're giving her, mm-hmm. and it's just as simple as that at this That's point. It, yeah. So it's just like ugh, finding that balance because, um, you know, the yelling to me is a big thing. Like to me, that's just another form of abuse, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and the spankings. So that is what I grew up on, as most people did. Grow, grew, you grew up on spankings. You grew up on getting yelled at and mm-hmm. going, you know, your parent going off on you. And I just choose not to do that. But it's hard for me because it's like, okay, well, there are so many other different ways to parent that are not like that. But I just didn't see it. So I'm literally having to like go off of instinct sometimes my instinct does give me to yell you know and so me like battling that is super hard because yeah when something happens my first instinct is to like shout to get her to stop Mm because she's in danger or whatever checking myself constantly is a little bit of a battle how about you yeah so, like that's always my first instinct. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's just so. But unlike you, I mean, I hear you. I don't think shouting itself is abuse. I think is if you shout and what you're shouting, like the words, was what can be abusive. But shouting, I don't think is abusive. Cause, and I mean. I hear you, it strikes a nerve for you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's... Because, of course, the sh- the shouting itself strikes a nerve. But also, what was said to you, you know, is what really hurt. Not just, like... If somebody was shouting at you, mm-hmm. like, Stop! You're going to hurt yourself. Stop! Be careful. Like, me yelling, be careful to you is abuse. I don't know if you yelling be careful to me is abuse but i do feel like maybe the just the shouting in general is a trigger because um it really it really can mess with you emotionally um so you grow up in a household where it's not because like i didn't grow up in a household because like some people grew up in households where like the parent is cursing them out mm-hmm. like my parents did not you know curse me out mm-hmm. it wasn't like anything like that at all but you know when you get frustrated they yell so if you're frustrated all day and you're yelling all day mm-hmm. it just became this household that was just so like anxiety stricken you know it's like you don't want to do like you literally are like nervous to do things because you you just don't like nobody wants to be yelled at you know Mm -hmm. like I think you would have to be on the receiving end to see how that feels see I think I don't know but I feel like you didn't grow up in a household of yelling yeah 
you have to be on the receiving end of it. See, when you're just the one yelling, it's like you're just getting your frustrations out. That's mm-hmm. it. But when you're the one receiving the yelling all the time, it may it gives you anxiety and it makes you feel like uneasy, unsure about you yourself and like things that you're going to do. Like it really does cause like a whole bunch of issues. And I know it happened to me. And so, of course, like I don't want her in that type of situation. Um maybe that might not be abuse but i, I mean i'm just prone to believe no that but i hear you but it's damaging you it is abusive mm, you yeah, know, yeah in a sense it's like to me it's verbal abuse regardless no if but just what you said and i'm like really thinking about just the example you gave i see her i see her because and the thing like, about it is, too, I feel like it's more when it's constant, when it's an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you're gonna lose your shit, like, once, you know, once, every now and then, that's one thing. But when it's an all-day thing or everyday thing, I mm-hmm. feel like that's when it just becomes, now it's a pattern, now it's, like, putting it in her head, like, you know what I mean? Like, that, A, that this is okay, because you never want her to feel like when she gets into a relationship that somebody getting across their feelings to her, it's okay for them to be yelling at her. I used to think that that was okay. It's mm-hmm. not okay. That's not how you get your feelings across. There are ways to get your feelings across that are not like that. And so um, it's just, it's hard. Um, but that's, that's a big thing to me. Um, figuring out a way to parent and doing it in a way that I've never seen before, but I know it exists. Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, I feel like I've been pretty good at it. Like I don't yell at her, but sometimes I do. And, um, yeah, it's like a balancing thing that I'm just like working on. Mm -hmm. Um, what frustrates me is I never, like, I don't have tools to help me with my journey from black people. And that bothers me because it's like, like everything that I read and like see from gentle parenting and gentle discipline and like, I don't understand that it it all comes from white people and i just don't understand why in our community we feel like it's just we have to be so rough with each other it's like we get that already when we step outside of our house mm-hmm. so why is it that within our home we're rough with each other as well and that's just like that's just the way it is you know I'm just really not down for that, and it really... Um, not to um, justify, mm-hmm. but maybe explain what I'm thinking is possible. It's just white people are a lot less stressed. Point blank. More of them are a lot less stressed than more minorities. Yeah. You So, you read, it says stress, financial stress, stress, all kind of stress. Yeah. No, it's true. And that I remember remember I was telling you that too when we were on that other episode. I think it was um, I forgot. But we were talking about that and you were saying, you know Oh, we were talking about I think it was the birth story. But we were you were saying, you know, if I'm going to a job, I can't be like tired and Mm -hmm. stressed like Mm -hmm. I physically cannot do that to do the job and it's true but I feel the same way about parenting too right because that's the biggest job I know and that I know that was my point though my point is we can't be we we need to work on going to work parenting Mm -hmm. work Mm -hmm. tired and stressed all the time because then that will that affects how we parent right Mm -hmm. so you know it is important for us even when we're stay-at-home parents when we're work from home parents like all of that to 
de-stress and have our time off and like make that time so that we can go to work which is parenting Mm -hmm. fully like you know there and like rested so that we don't treat our kids you know poorly just because Mm -hmm. we're exhausted you know and it's hard it's really freaking hard and I know it is and you're probably right with that it's like how can you like think about when because I know the times that I have snapped it is usually the times that I have snapped are not times when it was just Amara doing something it was when I'm trying to do one thing she's over here doing something else which is her natural toddler thing and I could be frustrated at you for something else and then it's like all of these things at once and then I snap that's That's not right that's when that happens to me yeah that's not right you know what do you do that's the thing it's like because that's what it feels like that's what that's what causes it because it's like you can't do nothing Mm -hmm. yeah i know i was just feeling like that when i was trying to put her tent together I'm like trying to put her tent together. She's running over everywhere, getting mm-hmm. into stuff. Mm-hmm. I just cleaned up. She's undoing everything that I did. And it's just like, what the heck? And then I took a deep breath in that moment. And I was like, I don't need to do this right now. I don't mm-hmm. need to do this tent right now. And, it's her, and that's it's the her. thing. It's for her. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I didn't need to do that right now. Like she wants attention from me give it to her you know it's like but when because we've been get done, doing you get your time you just gotta time? it's a schedule you gotta schedule it it's just like i feel like if you look at our day mm-hmm. really pay attention to our day how much of that time are we really looking her in her eyes and spending full-on time with her and only her not working mm-hmm. on our phones, not looking at our phones, not watching TV, not doing other stuff on the house, just Amara time. Yeah, no. We don't do it enough. Yeah. We and we're home all day. Yeah. And it's still hard. So just imagine anyone who has to go outside of the house to work. And The best bet is to really have a schedule, yeah. you know? And really stick to it, be intentional about it, and be pretty strict on it. Because at some point throughout the day, she needs to have time where she is fully on getting attention. Yeah, nothing else happening. Mm-hmm. Just useful. It's so important. And you can mm-hmm. see it. The days that she has less of that, <laughs> she really does really react in those ways. Um, I'm down with that. See what changes. See if she's... she's... Yeah, because, like, I was thinking about that, too. Like, just how when I'm on the phone, how she freaks out. Mm -hmm. She does not freak out, like, how she freaks out when I get on the phone. And it's so funny because at first, she's she's understanding she's like oh somebody's on the phone hi she goes and talks to them she's like hi you know maybe she gives them a kiss Mm -hmm. or whatever and then it gets to a point where she's like okay come on now (laughs) like no i want my mom then she'll tell them she'll be like bye and if they're still on that phone after she says bye Mm -hmm. she is gonna flip out or go for that red button (laughs) don't go for the red button Oh my god! Or she just hangs up. It's hilarious, mm-hmm. but it's it's like it, I get so frustrated because I just feel like I just want to talk to my family. Yeah, and I can never do you it. You want to do something you want to do, but yeah, I hear you just to that, to that point, right? But she wants you to do things she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And when is that? Yeah. I mean, well, it's like a balancing. So, no, she's not going to be able to get her way all the time. No, no, for sure. But sometimes she can. Yeah. And that's... No, she has to. to. Yeah. Um... So, yes, schedule. I think a schedule is always a a, a good place to start. I know you do. Oh, yeah, you know I love me a schedule. 
And now that we're finally like in our home, we can get back on a mm-hmm. good schedule. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm most excited about. Where we wake up, we have our walks again, we um, do her numbers and her words. And I have our, we have our morning time. We have our morning, y'all morning time. Yeah, yeah. I can get some work done without her, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited. And to get a better schedule, too, than even when we had when we was in Vegas. I just wanted to be real. Yeah, so I think definitely that helps out. Um, But I would say, yeah, I just am all about being as gentle as possible. I want to protect her mental health at all costs. I just, I'm a big believer in that. I feel like if she, if there's one thing that I want to teach her is how to, you know, control her emotions and how to make herself happy (laughs) that's like if I can get that across to her honestly everything else Mm -hmm. because you know I feel like you have to choose right like in life you you have to choose what type of values you want to have because It's too much. Of course, I want her to be kind and intelligent and responsible, responsible, uh, well-mannered, uh, all of that. Yeah, I want all of the traits, but I just feel like it's it's almost impossible to for her to have no. to be 100% at each one. I mean, no human I mean, yeah, man. Come on, man. So, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we have to choose. Yeah. What are true. we choosing? Yeah. I'm choosing mental health. I'm choosing happiness. I'm choosing responsible. I think responsible is a very big one for me. I want her to be responsible and um, take care of her mental well, that's hand in hand. No. You have to be responsible to take care of your mental health. But that doesn't mean you're taking care of your mental health because you're responsible. So that's why they're two different things. You are responsible. You're mm-hmm. a responsible person. That don't mean you take care of your mental health. True. That just means you maybe do all of your homework and get good grades and go to your job. Or, uh, you know what I mean? I got it. It's yeah, different. It is, yeah. So, yeah, I think those are... I, what, what's important to you as far as, like, if we were to say, as a family, these are the goals. This is what we're shooting for. Well, mine is that, too, is happiness. And mental health is a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's your top? Happiness. Yeah, like her own idea of happiness. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What would be the next thing that you would try to emphasize? I think um, kindness. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to be a kind person. Mm-hmm. See, I'm real scared of that. I know it's very balanced, but it's like when I say that, I say it like how I feel about it. Because I think that's one thing my mom was big on. And she herself is like kind as hell. Yeah, and I don't. But I can don't, I finish? Okay. <laughs> but I'm kind. But I'm not. Oh, you think I teetered, I teetered at that? Yeah. So you're right. It might be a little... uh, It scares me, the whole kind thing. Especially for a woman. See, for a man, it's a little bit different for me. Um, I think if I had a boy, and I don't know, this might be sexist, and I don't like doing this, but I think if I had a boy, kindness would be a great one for me. Before before having, raising a young woman, Mm -hmm. um... I just feel like being kind can get us in a lot of trouble. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I was kind. Yeah. But I'm not. You're polite. 
I'm polite, but I can be mean. Yeah. And I mostly show the mean trait. Like, I guess that's just my thing. Like, I don't know. I want to put that into her. It's like, I would, I would, I like meanness in women because I don't want her to take no shit. Like, that's big on me. But that could be both. You could do both. No, I know, but it's just hard. Obviously, obviously, everything, you want everything, right? But when I when it comes to like emphasizing things, when I think about putting a lot of effort into emphasizing kind, it scares me because it's like I kind of would want to put that effort if I'm gonna have to choose. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would want to put that effort into something else, like you know, just being super strong and like. You know what I mean? I just feel like when it comes to women, you know, a lot of women who have... I don't see much greatness in being a people pleaser, personally. you raising a child or a person in a certain way, things can come off in different ways. You never know how somebody's going to react to it, right? Yeah. So we instill kindness, 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 be kind, be kind, be kind. That can easily come off as like being a people pleaser, not wanting confrontation. So you take shit on, yeah, yeah. you know, all of that. And I'm just saying I I worry about that because I just don't want that. Yeah, there's a thin line. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And through sexual abuse, like mm-hmm. so much negativity, I feel like comes from... It can come from women just not wanting to be too mean mm-hmm. or just just I just wanted him. I just didn't want you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that is a that is very relevant when it comes to that. I've I've had that happen to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, So I definitely know it. And kindness wasn't even a thing for me. So I just know because, you know, you're always telling women you know that's not nice like be nice and so you do that over and over and over mm-hmm. you put it in their head that sometimes they can um shush their voice because mm-hmm. they want to be kind first kindness comes first you know you don't want somebody to look at you a certain way like you you know what i mean so yeah that just kind of like scares me and also i just don't like I don't want her to be a pushover. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that can come from that. You know? Yeah. I mean, I believe in structure. You know, like, structure is so important to me. But when you say rules and, like, following directions, a part of me is down for that. But I'm also trying to raise a child that is a leader. I don't necessarily see in her so much that she has to be a follow the rules type of person. I mean, you know, so I feel like when you look at these different parenting styles, this probably also goes in hand with the school system and uh, all of it the whole structure that has been put in place for us as humans um where you know you go to daycare you go to school they teach you do this do that do this do that and this is the structure that you follow you must complete these grades you must graduate and do what we say in this order uh go to college and choose a major fit into this crowd i'm not trying to raise that type of a child i don't personally agree with that structure i think if that is the route she wants to go then that's perfectly fine but i also feel like showing her that it doesn't have to be that way to go outside of the box and to write your own story, I think is very important. 
So it's hard to come up with this type of parenting style that I want to do. I look to a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners and how they think and what worked for them. Because if you notice, a lot of people who think outside of the box, you know, growing up, they weren't necessarily, they didn't fit in most of the time and they felt like the weird odd person out because they didn't conform to society standards and so and a lot of times the people who became who they are it is because they had a parent or someone in their side backing them and so that's just all I want to do I don't necessarily want to teach her to follow these rules and conform to you know what I am even telling her I want her to be able to fully think for herself and come up for come up with what works for her and then there's a fine line because of course I do want her to you know be respectful to us and our family and you know, people in the world, I want her to show respect, but I also want her to create her own rules. And, you know, just coming up with that curriculum, I would say, is challenging because I don't really think it exists. So we're starting fresh. I am trying to do a different parenting style with Amara than was what was done to me Mm -hmm. and so I don't have much information on how to do that Mm -hmm. so I'm all about the podcast and the books and stuff Mm -hmm. and so I have immersed myself with all of that information maybe it's just a woman thing because I always hear that you know as soon as a woman gets pregnant she's doing all of the research on how to be a good parent and how to because and I mean I don't know don't always do that because most men just go with the flow and most women are more anal and stuff like that yeah but you're super anal like you're an anal person so why do you just go with the flow you don't normally just go with the flow I always go with the flow Mm -mm. yes I do not on big things like, I feel like you research things and... No. Why? Because for the same reason most men do. Like, it don't really matter. Like, our, our opinion matters, right? And we're going to stay our opinion. No, hold Let on, me hold finish. on. This is it's parenting exact, your child. It's this is completely different. No, it's not. It's completely the same. Mama's rule is number one. No, but that's not how you parent her when I'm not there, when you're just with her. Like, all the things that you do is has nothing to do with me. What is your plan for how you want to raise her? I don't think about that as much as you do. I go with the flow. I take it day by day. I guess my thing is, okay, yeah, you can go with the flow and take it day by day. But if you don't, I guess that just goes back to it. You think that the way you're going to do it is just the right way. Because it's not about me not taking it day by day. I take it day by day too. But the reason why I like to read those things and listen to those things is just so that I can have a different perspective on how to do things. Mm -hmm. Because my instinct is great and all. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, is it the best? No, I'm freaking human. Mm -hmm. So why not learn about all the different ways and Mm -hmm. then try, try to let that guide me so that I can make her the best. At the end of the day, you know, my mom raised me great, but could she have done better? Yes. Could I do better? Yes. We all can do exactly. better. So when and does so it how end? do you learn? What do you mean? Where does it end? No, go ahead though. How, how do, do you, you learn? learn better if you just keep on doing what somebody else did before you? Are you exactly the perfect person? No. So you, there's always room for improvement. But where do you find those tools to improve upon? Okay, can I say you, now? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you don't know, but I do follow 
a couple Instagram pages about parenting. So you do it. Let me finish. Just like how I told you about the Judge Mathis thing, that's an amazing thing I learned years ago that works for my parenting skill. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on a lot of things. I feel like I'm a decent human being. I'm going to do exactly what I feel is decent to do. And that's enough. I do pick up new things. I hear it from you all the time. It's like, what research I got to do when you say, talk about them all the time? But those are just my research tips. Like, you... You know, I research the way that I want to do it, you know, mm-hmm. with the gentle parenting and all of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not your approach. So then you will be researching different things, not, you know what I mean? Sure. Our parents didn't really have all of those tools. Yeah. And so when I first found out I was pregnant. But that's not true. Because before it was, not it was accessible. They had books. Of course. That's not the same thing as How like not? for me to read a book right now, that is freaking <laughs> impossible. Yeah, yeah. I cannot sit down and read a book. Yeah. Who has time for that? True. I can only read a book if I can if I can through like an audible where it's telling me and then I can do all the things that I need to do, you know, it's just like impossible. Nobody has time for that. And especially not our parents who had to like work jobs and like weren't, you know, well off where they can just like you in order to have time to do that, you have to have the time to do that. Mm -hmm. They didn't have that time. So my thing is it's accessible to us because we can just Google stuff, you know, and you can have all of these doctors telling you you know, what might work well with the brain and how the brain works. Like, I'm so intrigued mm. by the brain and how it works. <laughs> to me, that is what? No, that just sounds funny. For sure, that is amazing. Like, in a certain Yeah, well, life. do you study it? No. no. But that's what I'm saying. I study it because I feel like it's that, to me, is the key. Mm-hmm. Figuring out. Because it's not about what like this doctor telling me how to parent my child Mm -hmm. but if I can learn how her brain could be working then I can do the steps that I need to do just like how when I was telling you like you know just that little tip that a one-year-old's brain certain things is not functioning yet it's not fully developed yet and so you know for her Like, I promise you, sometimes it looks like she's trying to be devious. But when they tell you that devious part of her brain hasn't even developed until she's like, you know, four, Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, well, then that helped. That has helped me so much to be able to breathe. It's like this little baby, even though she looked like she's trying me right now, Mm -hmm. she's not. That's not what she's on. She's this sweet baby who's just like doing what feels good as an instinct to her. And she's also learning, you know, how to maneuver life. Mm-hmm. And that's literally all she's doing. That alone helped me relax. You know what I mean? And and not take her temper tantrums to heart and, you know, things like that. So then that helped me be more gentle. Just things like that. Like being able to have all of this information at my fingertips mm-hmm. has been so helpful I feel like we are so blessed in those ways that Mm -hmm. I feel like our parents didn't really have Mm -hmm. those tools. But the flip side for me is it's a little too much, though, (laughs) because then it's like, you know, I feel like the other side is our parents didn't have to worry about the press. I don't know this, but I feel like their pressures weren't as severe as ours because ours is when you taking your child to chick-fil-a i feel a little judged like (laughs) i feel like i'm doing something wrong i should not be doing this i am like not the best parent because i took her to chick-fil-a and she's getting fries Mm -hmm. and like fried chicken like you know what i mean i don't think that they had those pressures I feel like we have the pressure to eat well because we know so much about our diet and what it does to our bodies, our brains, all of that. And I don't know that they had those tools. 
nobody told our parents that they were bad parents for mm-hmm. going to McDonald's. I just don't think they did. It's one of them things like, yeah, you probably know it's not the best thing. Yeah, I hear you. It's but not you in your face all yeah, the time. Yeah, like you're, this is, you know, like it's it wasn't like smashed down your throat. No. Um, all of the developments, developmental things and where they need to be at this point, at this point. Like, I feel like it was not. Yeah, the pressure. I hear what you saying. Down their throat. That's true. Because we see it as we're scrolling. Mm -hmm. Everybody talking about what a great parent they are, what they're doing, Mm -hmm. how they're being Susie Homemaker. You know what I mean? (laughs) Our parents was probably competing with their next door neighbor. (laughs) And we're competing with the entire world. You know? And then the fact that we have so much information, it's like... Well, then who do you listen to? Because it's so much. It's just a lot. I hear you. So my thing is, which one is crazier? Crazier or better? Better. I think things always continue to get better. Of course, they have their pitfalls, but I feel like ours is better. Just like ours is going to be better. Things only get bad. Sure, it's overload, and it's in your face, but that's just a small con for me. Like, but that is all available for you. I think that's better. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but it just feels super exhausting yeah. on top of an already exhausting job. <laughs> I feel like the other, the flip side to it is that we have to learn balance, you know, like people like me, and I know I'm not the only one, you make me feel like I'm the only one because you're not like that, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I think a lot of moms are like that, where it's like, we just want we put so much pressure on ourselves to be like perfect or the best do the best and so then we take in all this information that gets so freaking overwhelming and i have slowed down on it but honestly that's just because we've had so much other stuff going on Mm -hmm. but i don't know like slowing down on the information overload is where I need to be at because I don't know sometimes it makes me feel inadequate because it's like I listen to this one podcast Mm -hmm. it's called good raising good humans and I freaking love this podcast like it's a doctor psychiatrist and you know she has kids and she just gives like all of her good evidence-based evidence-based Um, information and she like it's just good it just is all about you know the development of their brains and all of that and Mm -hmm. you know how you can maneuver but I swear like listening to her podcast it makes you feel for (laughs) me at least sometimes like like what like how the heck am I supposed to do all of this Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's like don't react when they are doing this, but then react in a way that is appropriate and then teach at the same time, teach them X, Y, and Z values while not teaching them that too much. And then, you know, like, it's just like, oh my God, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, that's it's hard. Yeah. So I guess we all just take a page out of your book. Yeah. Take a little of what you learned, implement it, and chill. But it's always more information. And that's the problem, too, because then they're always in these other stages. Yeah. And then we get to the next stage, and it's like, well, wait, wait, what do I do about this one? Like, <laughs> I... I don't know. I just feel like we are in a real interesting time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just love seeing how 
um, so many black and brown people are really focusing on mental health Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that when raising their kids. And, you know, we, it's amazing. Like a lot of us are doing that Mm -hmm. and that wasn't how we were raised. And I just feel like kudos to us Mm -hmm. for breaking those barriers and just changing our generations, you know? Mm-hmm. Cuz you know, each each generation is supposed to get better and it definitely feels like we're working towards that. I will say though, I feel like it's just because we actually can now, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly. And it's like the generations before us have like fought so hard for us to have a little bit to have our plates cleared a little bit mm-hmm. so that we can focus on, focus on that. Yeah. yeah. Being better. Because it's like, my mom did not have time to do half the stuff that we make time for, you know? There was, you know, when she first, when she had me, she literally went back to work, I want to say like, a couple of days after she had me she like gave birth mm-hmm. and then went back to work like days later you understand that mm-hmm. like I could not imagine going back to work right after having Amara you know and so many parents were doing that still are doing that um, just because they have to and so it's like I just take my hat off to them the generations before us are so bomb and I just I'm so thankful that they fought so that we could be where we are Mm -hmm. and we're gonna fight so that Amara could be in a better place and it just keeps going so I guess it's just our perspective nobody well I mean we definitely have it better than them and that's just it and that's what they wanted. You know, mm-hmm. my mom is always telling me, like, how proud she is that we are doing things the way we're doing them and, and being different. And she loves it. So it's like all of her hard work is mm-hmm. for something, you know. It's pretty cool. It can be so frustrating. But the good times are so good. She's so cute. She's so funny. She's so smart. She's like... You know, mm-hmm. I think that's way better, obviously, like honestly, than yeah. the frustrating parts. But it can be frustrating. Mhm. I know, like those days when I just had her and you went to New York. Mhm. It was like. You sound like you was going through it. Like, yeah. I can imagine. But so, it was like. I love that time, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we definitely need that time. Just me and her. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking special. <laughs> it's like, ugh. I love it so much. And yeah. she loves it. She freaking loves it. She loves y'all's time. Mm-hmm. I can just tell. You know, like, she don't have to talk for me to, like, for us to know, like, how she how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. She shows us the mm-hmm. things. And, yeah, like. She loves y'all's time together. She yeah, loves I know. our time together. Mm-hmm. She loves when it's all of us, mm-hmm. you know. She needs all of that stuff. And so it was so exhausting and frustrating <laughs> and all of that. But um yeah, it was a lot of good in it too. Yeah. I feel like for some reason when it's just me and her, I guess it's because it's just me and her. That it's like I know I'm I'm real intentional about like spending all the time with her, you know, not being on my phone, not being doing much of anything else. And it's like because I know she don't have you there to bounce off of and get attention. Yeah, she from. demands it. Any parents out there, our children are so amazing. And it's like, yes, it's a hard job. But it really is the most important job 
and it's the best job it's so rewarding mm-hmm. and like I always see like remember that like when you're in this stage of like raising kids that this is the you know the best times of your life and I see that you know once she leaves this house yeah, that's it's it. not it's not the same mm-hmm. you know yeah I never see my mommy yeah you know it's like it's just a whole different dynamic so what you think about that joke let's hear it it better be good a five-year-old and a three-year-old are upstairs in their bedroom you know what says the five-year-old i think it's about time we start swearing the three-year-old nods his head in approval. So the five-year-old says, when we go downstairs for breakfast, I'm going to swear first. Then you swear after me. Okay? Okay. The three-year-old agrees with enthusiasm. The mother walks into the kitchen and asks the five-year-old what he wants for breakfast. Shit, mom. I don't know. I suppose I'll have some Fruit Loops. <laughs> Whack! She smacks him. He flew out of his chair, tumbled across the floor, the kitchen floor, got up and ran upstairs crying his eyes out. She looked at the three-year-old and asked with a stern voice, and what do you want for breakfast, young man? I don't know, Mom, but it won't fucking be Fruit Loops. (laughs) 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 He thought it was the Fruit Loops that got him slapped. Mm -hmm. That was cute. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. I love you. Love you.